you about to witness is my thoughts Just my thoughts, man Right or wrong Just what I was feeling at the time Welcome to another edition of Jai Time Turkeys. I'm Alphonse, and you can find me on Twitter at aprince15. Uh, tonight I'm running solo, but I had to get on uh, talk about these NBA trades and rumor trades and uh, everything else that's pretty much keeping us from not talking about the Super Bowl. Um, it's pretty amazing when you think about it that the NBA has transformed itself into a 24-hour league. Like, not even 24-hour, well, not only 24-hour but uh, 365 league, like we talk about it all the time. Even when we're not playing, we're talking about free agency, um, the draft, and then the season starts, and the season starts earlier and earlier, which, I mean, can you really complain about that? Um, <clears throat> but uh, we started this week with Anthony Davis uh, going to the Pelicans and pretty much, well, not pretty much, he demanded a, a trade. He said he's uh, not resigning there. So they should look to trade him, and that set off a whole whirlwind of the Lakers need to make an offer, um, the Celtics want to make an offer, but they can't make an offer until July 1st, um, but then they, that sent out uh, rumors as Kyrie, you know, he spoke to LeBron recently, and you know, it seems like they might be on the a tour of like getting back together. So like we all that was happening, and that was enough to have us talking and having <clears throat> long conversations about would Kyrie ever go back with LeBron, all those type of things. Well, the Knicks, the Knicks not to be outdone. The Knicks decided to join the fray, and first like it it was shocking enough that they came out and said, hey, we had a meeting with KP. Uh, KP is Christos Porzingis, and um. He doesn't like the direction that we're we're going in. He doesn't like the losing, um, and you know he we get the feeling he wants to trade. So like first of all, who who would like losing? Like I don't I, I I don't understand why he would be like that. Why that would be a black mark against him? I would hope that you would want a franchise player to not like losing, to not like a losing culture and losing habits. Um, so. That's shocking or odd, I should say, but kind of par for the course for the Knicks. Then, like, barely an hour later, he's traded to the Mavericks. Like, what? Like, insert whatever surprise emoji you use, but, like, shock. Um, and so the trade is Porzingis, Tim Hardaway Jr., and Courtney Lee to the Mavericks for... Uh, Dennis Smith Jr., uh, DeAndre Jordan, and Wesley Matthews, and I think the Mavs' number one pick, or there's a pick in there somewhere. I'm not completely sure on that. But, like, just the trade on its face, I mean, Porzingis is still rehabbing and coming back from injury. Um, like, seriously, I, I, like, this is a total shocker. Like, they really just traded them. So, there are a lot of theories floating around. Um, I mean, on one hand, this definitely sounds like they know that uh, Durant, KD, is going there in the summer. And they have a pretty good idea that they may be able to get another Max star. Um, it's still crazy to do this now in January. 
like June, I could definitely get it. Uh, the finals will be over. You'll have a better read on what KD really feels, how this season turns out. Like, if they reel off, like, 15 wins and then lose a game and then do another 12, so they go, like, 27-2 and two or 27-3 and three over the next 30 or something crazy like that, why would he leave? Like, they win another title and it's, like, a seamless title. Like, they go fo-fo-fo through the playoffs, which would be highly unlikely, no doubt, but it's not improbable. Like, I wouldn't, that's not a crazy statement. Like, if you said that, no one would be like, you're crazy, man. No, they could go fo-fo-fo. If they go fo-fo-fo and there's no hiccups and it, like, why would he leave? Like, I don't see that going. Um, so, I don't know. This makes this trade a really bad timing trade. Well, not, yeah, yeah it's just a bad trade. You give up your franchise player for someone who was just put off a team like two weeks ago. Um, so it's kind of crazy. Now this Porzingis talk has uh, definitely put the AD trade talk on the back burner. Um, I think both sides are playing a little chicken here, obviously. The Pelicans telling AD, oh, you want to get to the Lakers so bad? Well, you have to do it in 2020. And then uh, AD's camp coming out and saying, well... Anywhere they trade him to is going to be a rental um, until he gets the free agent, which in theory should depress the market. Um, there's definitely the idea that, hey, they should take the the Oklahoma City route with Paul George and the route that Toronto is currently taking with Kawhi Leonard and just get him in there. And hopefully, you know, your program is strong enough to, like, make him want to stay. I've never been a big believer in that. Um, I think Oklahoma City just got lucky. Uh, or maybe Paul George really just is comfortable being a number two and likes it there. Because uh, if you think about it, when things go bad, it's not really going to be his fault. It's going to all fall at the feet of Russ. Um, whereas if he went to L.A. and played with LeBron, when things go bad, it was going to all be his fault. Even though I think... Uh, Kawhi, I'm not Kawhi, uh, Paul George with LeBron right now would, and they wouldn't have to, if I'm, if I'm correct, I don't think they would have had to give up, unless they did a sign and trade, they wouldn't have to give up many players, so that would be interesting, especially because Paul George is balling, and LeBron is just now making his debut back, uh, from a groin injury, so he definitely is playing against the Clippers. Um, and right now the Lakers are up by one. So as this is recording, uh, that game is at the half and the Lakers are up one on the Clippers and they definitely need this game because they play the Warriors on, uh, Saturday. Yeah. Saturday night. And that's going to be a game because the Warriors are up six, maybe on the, on Philly at the half. So I think the Lakers, well, not I think, uh, the Lakers definitely need to go on a run to make the playoffs. They're, what, three games out of the last playoff spot? Um, so they definitely need LeBron back. It's, they're, a, well, you know what? They're a team fighting through injuries, and they're a team with a lot of young players, and they have ups and downs. Like, one game they'll go into Oklahoma City and just dominate and, like, you know, look really good from beginning to end. And then they'll be toe-to-toe with Houston 
even as Lonzo Ball turned his ankle, so they don't have and Rondo wasn't didn't play that game, so they didn't have any point guards, and it still took Harden like. I don't even want to know what he threw up, but I know it was more than 30 because he has, still has that crazy streak. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how these last uh, six weeks of the NBA season go goes. Um, well, definitely six weeks from the All-Star break. So I, for one, will be anxious to see. Um, how these Lakers pull it out because I think this will set the stage for how free agencies will go even though I think New Orleans is going to play themselves and not get anything to a good package for Anthony Davis and it'll just be oh see the the stars always want to go to the big city when in reality like name a good team that Anthony Davis had and once you start and stop with the team last year, then you'll sit back and say, okay, wow, he really didn't get any help in uh, New Orleans. And if you keep a score, that's two high-level players that New Orleans has had and lost in Chris Paul and now Anthony Davis. So at some point, we have to stop and look at you know the team and how they're run. Um, some of the stuff that I've read online uh, says that the the Pelicans use the Saints training staff. Yes, the New Orleans Saints training staff. Which, I mean, like, really, like, I wouldn't want to stay there either. Um, so, we'll see how this plays out. I'm excited for the Lakers. I hope they are able to get something, but not um, take the, not throw the bank. Like, we've seen this well, not like this because it's been 18 months, but the Carmelo Anthony where the Knicks gave away a lot of assets, I don't want that to happen because, you know, I think the, if the Lakers sneak into the playoffs, as long as they don't have to face the Warriors first round, they could give somebody some noise. Like, other than the Warriors, there's not anyone I think the Lakers with a healthy LeBron should fear, not even Oklahoma City. I mean, they went in there without LeBron and did it so I don't have no fear that they could do it with LeBron um so next up I'm gonna give some some quick thoughts on the Super Bowl um it's the one uh I don't have a dog in the fight you know the Cowboys lost to the Rams in the divisional round so we've been on the couch for a couple weeks and we've got the Patriots and the Rams uh after you know the controversial Saints game and the the Chiefs game both went into overtime for different reasons and both are quote-unquote uh, controversial for for different reasons. Um, for me, I don't think neither one is controversial. Like, Patriots, Chiefs, Chiefs, get a defense. Like, I don't think we need to change any overtime rules. They We get the special teams, we get the offense, we get the defense. Like, look, the Patriots converted three third downs. I don't. I don't feel any sympathy for you, Chiefs. Like you, and they weren't third and ones. They were like third and nine, third and ten, third and thirteen was one of them, I believe. Like, nah, you had your shot. You just didn't get it done. Period. Uh, I mean, the Saints. I have a little more sympathy for. I mean, not too much though, because like we're into Super Bowl week and we're still talking about it. And it's like, again, I'm a Cowboys fan. Like. You can't really come to me about calls and like, oh, there was... Look, man, Dad's caught the ball. 
I mean, I could cry about it, but even in that game, like, the Cowboys still had two third downs to stop and get the ball back with enough time for Romo to get back out there. So, the, the same way the Saints had chances, and, hey, they got the ball in overtime. They could have went down and just scored and ended the game and never get never let the Rams' offense get back on the field. But did they do that? No. What did they do? Throw an interception. Like, look, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it was a bad call. Yes, it was a terrible call, but they blew it. We're not going back changing games. Like, I don't even know the last time they went back and said, hey, we're going to replay this game. How would that even work? So, um, I got the the Rams pulling out a close one. Uh, my prediction for the score is 28-27 Rams. I got Todd Gurley being the MVP. I actually did um, prop bets at my job. And in a second, I'm going to pull up some of the more fun prop bets that I had. Um, oh, here we go. So, I said that the uh, the minute 45 seconds for the Gladys Knight album or anthem length, um, definitely going to be over for that. Halftime is going to be over for 32 minutes. And definitely, I think I got the game being over three and a half hours. Uh, definitely took the over on the game total on score. Um, let me see. The uh, oh, I definitely got New Orleans, New England covering the spread, even though I think they're going to lose. So, um, again, it'll be interesting. Uh, while I get oh, here's something I want to talk about. While I get the Patriots, like, the anti-Patriots crowd and, the, you know, they have, um, uh, you know, a lot of haters because they've been in the Super Bowl like nine times. Um, I don't get it. Like, I thought we want greatness. Like, I thought, I, I thought that's what we wanted, like, the prevailing thing in sports. Like, be great, be excellent, be a champion. And then we have a team that's a champion of the AFC 9 out of 18 years or something crazy like that, and it's a problem. Like, I get it, they're there every year, but tell somebody to beat them. I, I mean, the, the presumptive MVP, Pat Mahomes, like, it was there. It was there. You had home field advantage. Like, I don't, there was no blown calls. Your defense just did not stop them when they had the chance to. Um, so, like, again, I don't, I don't have a strong feeling either way, but, like, if we want greatness and we're seeing greatness, like, just enjoy it. And, hey, I mean, look, the NBA will provide you pretty of content for you to look at. You don't have to watch any Super Bowl coverage during the week. You don't, you can just cut the game on on Sunday and get your fix because the NBA has done a great job of stepping up to fill that void. So, I would say you take that and, you know, don't cry about the Patriots because, Who's going to beat them? Like, somebody could beat them. The Chargers, anybody, but they didn't. So, uh, if you want to learn about the Rams, we've been hearing about them all year. You know, I haven't really, I haven't watched much coverage yet. So, I figure, figure I'll wake up on Sunday, about 2 o'clock started, and just go from there. Um, so, yeah, again, my official pick is Rams 28, 
Patriots 27. Uh, we'll see how that goes, and we'll see if any other developments like AD getting traded like during the game, which might seriously happen. So until then, uh, hope you enjoyed and peace. <laughs>